Hello and welcome to the second episode of the So Rare Ramble. Um, today it's me, So Rare Monkey, uh, SR Monkey, or uh, So Rare Monkey on Twitter, and Callum, who is So Rare Lagden on So Rare and Lagden FF on the Twitter. How are you doing today, Callum? I am very well, mate. I'm coming off of a couple of card wins from the weekend, which I'm sure we'll go into in a second. So, yeah, I'm feeling rather positive this week, actually. What about yourself? Mm, well, I had a pretty atrocious weekend. Actually, it was okay from some point of view. I mean, I've, I'm picking up a couple of tier threes, but, yeah, we'll talk about that in a sec. Uh, but for as far as limited rewards go, it's probably been my worst week for this year, maybe. So it's been pretty grim. But, uh, you know, we've got, I've got a few lineups out in midweek, but... Um, so how did your week go in general? Yeah, it was okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the ones that actually scored me really well. So my second division Europe had a good little show in. They uh, have come 30th. I, I think this is now over, but I, I don't know. It still says on Sorry Day there's like 20 cards left, but I'm assuming that's just false. No, no, they always so, have that, yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, so they they come thirtieth, which is getting me a little tier two. I scored four twenty, which is not a bad effort for the first return. I had Backman and Who at Watford, who both kept a clean sheet and, and scored well. Loser, who was my pick from last week, which I'm still slightly crying about, but we'll come on to that later. He got me one hundred twenty two of his captaincy. Fleming let me down. He only got fifty four. And then Gabriel Sara at Norwich got me ninety nine. So they flew. Challenger Europe had a great little thing as well, tier three, which I know for you saying that's not very good for me, David. I love a tier three. Um, the no, only one that let me down there was uh, Alderweireld. Oh, yeah. He just looking at your teams now, yeah. Yeah, he conceded a penalty, but Hans Vanneken was obviously always scores well. Kyogo at Celtic obviously got me well. And then my under 23, I'm just waiting. I think I'll get a reward there as well. At the minute, I don't, but the Saul scores haven't been updated and i've got the keeper and lee hambam at, at bass even if they get like another 10 points each i might sneak into a little t4 there as well so if i come out of a t2 a t3 and a tier four and i also got a fiver from the academy then yeah i'll take it as a as a first game week back for for proper football yeah just looking through your academy team what we were speaking about last week scrolling it through three very solid dark greens I know, and they had no keeper, and they've managed to finish, yeah, like 460 or something. I think Aiden got like 92, had some other bloke, I can't remember his name, but he got 90-odd, um, and somebody else, where is it? Show more teams, Academy. Um, yeah, here it is, 314 points from four players. Aiden 89, Ken Semmer 92. Raphael Ratawa, 87, and a Farrell, 47. So, yeah, they've thrown me a cheeky $5 with four of them in a throwaway academy lineup. So, frustrating, but um, I guess it's better than nothing. And I was, I was going to talk about it in a minute, but um, Cash Wallet, have you got it enabled? You have. And have you I set do, yes. the rewards so you get it through to your Cash Wallet? 
Yes, I think so, but we'll see if it's worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that'll probably be the same for everyone because it's the first week that we'll get rewards. I think I've actually changed it now because there's so many cards you want to buy in the market. So many cards I want to buy in the market where people are only accepting cash now. So I think there's going to be quite. So I've switched rewards over to cash as well, just to give me a bit of an influx into there. But um, it did seem pretty seamless. But yeah, no, that's a pretty solid week from you. But well, uh, you don't have to sound so like, yeah, well done. You finally <laughs> got something. I'm, I'm moving the way forward. Now that me, me Europe teams are back, Spurs are back at the weekend. I'll be ready to go and I'll be, if I can get some tier ones and tier twos in the first week, I'm happy. But when I walk home with like three cards, I'm like, you know what? I'll take that. Because if I can get two cards every game week for a gallery like mine, that's, that's for me is a pretty good return. So yeah, I'm very, very happy with that. And a tier two and tier three, both of them, you know, could be, potentially decent cards just someone who's been out you know injured and so has got a lower l15 or you know there's definitely going to be the t2 especially you know you can get started starting keepers in t2 i, I really need some keepers because i am i feel like every time i look at something i'm losing another keeper um i had a spartak moscow keeper and I can't remember his name. It was like Bamvanes Selikov or something. Yeah, he was yeah. the starting one last year. And I somehow got two of him because I just made a bit of a mistake when we first started. And I managed to buy two and I thought it was only one. And uh, he's managed to lose his place, which is a right bummer because I've got two of him. And it cost me like, a lot at the time. And then also this week, Trubin signed for Benfica. And I've got the the other keeper that started the last year that again was a really good scorer for me last year. I'm now a little bit concerned that he's going to be second choice, which is a big, big blow for a gallery like mine. I don't think that Trubin will come in and get the number one spot straight away unless um, it's Odysseus, isn't it? Or something like that. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Unless he moves on. And I, to be honest, cause I don't own either of them. I haven't really been looking into it, but I know there was rumours in the um, winter transfer window that Odysseus may move. I think he, he or they wanted, or Ajax wanted him at the time, which would not be a bad move either. But um, yeah, so I'd just keep an eye on that. But I don't think Trubin will take over straight away, although Trubin is a great keeper. He yeah, just his, um, his price has is, is plummeted this week because uh, as soon as the news, I had a quick look and it dropped by like. 40 quid the the limit i was like bloody hell so yeah i'm gonna have to just hold and hope and hopefully he'll keep his spot for a little bit if not like i said get a, a move to a decent club because he was one that was pretty much a banker for clean sheets last year and i don't have many keepers to rely on so i've still got larice waiting in the wings i'm hoping that he doesn't go to saudi i don't think he will i'm hoping he'll sort of finish his career in france or the mls or somewhere i can still use him so yeah keepers is a bit of an issue so let's hope he he stays as the first choice yeah, and let's hope at 7pm tonight you pick up a T2. A T2 keeper, sorry. Yeah, for me, it was sort of exactly the same. I think this week there was absurd scores in Second Division Europe. I think a lot of people probably concentrated on it. It's like 420 and you only came 31st. So I got 407, 408 and I'm currently 6th. So I think that's, you know, probably a little bit unlucky from you. But um, it's only really Zian Fleming that let you down. If he'd got a decisive, I mean, Sara for Norwich was, you know, he was bonkers as well. Yeah, and, his scoring last year was class as well. He uh, he never really let me down. Yeah, and loser as well. I mean, he got taken off at about an hour. He was like 93 yeah. points at half time. 
But we'll talk about Don't that. Don't remind me. Don't remind me, David. <laughs> we'll talk about that at the end anyway. But uh, yeah, I'd, I'd just like to say thank you as well. So far, we've had way more listeners than I thought we were going to get for our first episode for two people that are relatively obscure on uh, So Rare. You know, we, don't, we haven't got 10,000 followers each. But uh, so I really appreciate the love from the, the community. Um, we've had some great feedback online. We've got lots of ideas of things to do going forward. Uh, none of which we'll do today, but we've got loads of great ideas. <laughs> but yeah, well, amazingly, we've had listeners from all over the globe as well. I did think that it'd be, you know, primarily UK listeners, but we've had listeners from Germany, Spain, Malta, Australia, Norway, literally all over the globe, Dominican Republic, Peru. It's crazy. So if you any if you're any of those guys, then we appreciate the listen. We appreciate the following, and we hope you stick with us. Um, but yeah, let's move on. One thing I did notice actually, I was having a quick look at your cut your gallery before we came on, and I noticed uh, your reward for last week, Luciano um, Sanchez, was it? Yeah. What about him? Did you have you been? I assume you've probably not been following the um, like what's been going on this week in South America. Don't tell me he's going to Saudi or something stupid. No, well, then I don't know whether that would have been better or worse. But <laughs> he played a game in or last week, the I think it was Copa Libertadores or Copa Sudamentera, whatever. And um, Marcelo, like the ex Real Madrid player literally went in and stamped on his leg in a tackle oh was that him that was him i'm pretty sure that i'm oh, just now no. sisters, i'm showing callum a picture of his uh kneecap as it's there oh no oh so no if you if you haven't seen go and have a search on twitter for i think it's luciano sanchez um He's come out of hospital today, he tweeted sort of, you know, a few hours ago, and he's put a picture of his uh, current leg, and he's got more screws in there than I've got in my toolbox. Literally, it is a right two and eight. He's um, go and have a look at the tackle as well. I mean, it, it, I don't think it, it wasn't deliberate, although obviously Marcelo got sent off. But, oh, my God, his, his leg bends in a direction where you just don't oh, want to see his leg no. bend. But, yeah, Does that so... mean I could swap him? Is that a thing? Yeah, it, it is. Well, that's what I was going to tell you now. That I think you have to do it quickly. So I'd email support afterwards and say, look, got this reward last week. He'd already buggered his leg up by then. Um, yeah. But... Well, I don't know what um, what tier it was. It must have been like a tier five. It can't have been anything. But yeah, no. Last week. But it might be worth going for a swap. But yeah. that uh, I think... I'll keep him. He's a good 50p card. He'll come back better than ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you believe in him, yeah. <laughs> I do. He's, he's one of my boys now. He's in my collection. So, listen, when they come into my collection, they very, very rarely leave it, David. Yeah, as you mentioned last week, Callum never sells. I sell occasionally, but literally probably not enough. But, yeah, so that was decent. We spoke about Cash Wallet. Yeah, I, my impressions have been pretty good. It was seamless once we signed up. I managed to deposit just to check and see whether it actually worked or not. Everything worked pretty smoothly. Um, haven't put my bank account on there yet, but I will do pretty soon. And I'm assuming it'll be pretty. It's pretty cheap as well. I expected fees, but I think it's like one percent or something like that, which you know you'll take when you've been dealing with crypto, where the fees you know can be absurd. Um, 
The only thing that annoys me, it doesn't annoy me, frustrates me, I guess is the right word, is when I'm looking to buy a card, I wish I could combine the wallets. Because, you know, at the moment I've got like 0.3 in one wallet and a little bit of cash in the other. And, you know, there's been a couple of times when I wanted to buy a card and hadn't quite got the right amount of money. But, you know, maybe one day we'll be able to combine the wallet, not interchange the money. But anyway, we'll get there. But um, anyway, let's move on to the, the big news this week. The Premier League is back. It is back. Callum's and my team, uh, Liverpool and Spurs, will be playing this weekend. It's been not that long, actually. It feel, Normally, it feels like it's been a massive break, but because of the World Cup, it actually doesn't feel that long. How Are you, are you optimistic about the season? Uh, yes, I am. So I went to... Spurs, Shakhtar, what day were we made? Tuesday, uh, Sunday, when we played them. Because I was in my mind, I was like, if this is going to be Kane's last game, I'm going to be there. Um, obviously, it looks now that we've rejected more bids, so I am getting more and more optimistic that he will be with us. And we looked really good. So we're going to score goals for fun. We're also going to ship goals for fun. Like, we are so open. And I think that's just the way that Andrew wants to play. He's going to go, if we score five, you'll score four. But it's okay, we're going to win the game. Um, and he like was so frustrated because there was five minutes in the first half where we were just keeping the ball. And he kept them in at half time for like 20 minutes. We were all standing there waiting, like, what is going on? Like, Shakhtar had been out for 10 minutes. The officials were out for 10 minutes. Apparently, he was just losing his head because he was like, we don't do that at any stage. Like, the whole 90 minutes, you are full pressing, you are attacking, you're going forward. So I think we're going to be entertaining is the word that I will use. I think there's going to be very, very high score in Spurs games. We will concede goals. We will score lots of goals. I think... Kane, now that he will stay, will score an absolute bucket load. Obviously, he scored four yesterday and he scored again, you know, 20 odd in every season the last three years with a really defensive team. So the fact that we are going to create more and more chances for him. James Madison was unbelievable Sunday. Like he is the player that we've been missing ever since Ericsson went. We've not replaced him. So I'm really hoping that, you know, Madison, Kane, Son still seems far way off it, but you know that's on the last couple of years unfortunately um Kulusevsky again was good so yeah I feel like we're going to be entertaining I think is the word that I will use nice yeah I did uh I didn't watch the game but I did follow on sofa score and I think Madison got like three assists or something didn't he or like yeah, he, every time he got the ball, he just looks up for Kane and he he finds him every time like his feet are a joke he won a penalty um and yeah, that's the frustration. Son and Kulusevski got into so many chances, but they didn't. Their final delivery is rubbish. Whereas every time Madison gets in that situation, he looks dangerous. So for me, you know, if anyone, I mean, I've got, I've only got Son. I don't have Madison at the minute. I wish it was the other way around, but I don't think Son's going to be in for a great year. Son is playing very, very wide, and Madison's playing the kind of the second striker, left forward type thing, and Son is playing literally touchline. Mm. So. I don't think Son is going to hit big numbers, but I think Madison will hit big numbers because um, he is very much the second striker and everything comes through him. So, yeah, anyone that we've signed, I, I don't think he's going to do much this year, if I'm honest. And you, you said you think Harry Kane will stay. I think that's probably more hoping than thinking, isn't it, still? Because I, I read on Twitter this morning that the £100 million bid, which, how long has he got in his contract? I think it's only a year. This is last year, yeah. Yeah, well, turning down 100 million for that, I think maybe 
Levy, if they come back with 105, I reckon you'd take it. Possibly, but we're now on Tuesday and the, we start on Sunday and Kane has very clearly said that if he's with us on Sunday, he's with us for the season. So is four days enough to, you know, throw in a, a transfer like that? I don't know. And maybe I am got my deluded hat on, but I just think if it was going to happen, it would have happened. If Bayern really wanted him, they would have just put the money up. So there was also an article from Build, which is like quite a, a big thing in Germany. Um, yeah. And they were basically saying how Kane wouldn't fit into Bayern Munich system. And it was like, you've been propaganda in, throwing everything like Kane's amazing. And now you're all of a sudden saying, oh, he doesn't quite fit into our system. For me, I just think, I don't know, again, maybe I'm deluded, but I just think he will give us the first three, four months. I think if he then goes and scores loads of goals, I think he'll sign another two-year deal. I think he'll stay with us until he goes and has like one year in the MLS until he retires. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I sort of hope he stays, but, um, I've, you know, obviously the England captain as well, you know, I'd rather he stuck around in England rather than sort of having to travel over for England games and stuff like that. But it's interesting about Madison, you know, I guess the, the comparisons he's going to get fairly quickly are Christian Eriksen, you know. Yeah, exactly and we, we haven't role. had, yeah, we haven't had an Eriksen player since he went. We, we've not had anyone creative and this is how Kane's numbers have just baffled me because he's had to make everything himself anyone that's watched Spurs over the years we don't have anybody creative Son last year was honestly terrible and I won't have anybody tell me different he was awful all year Kulisevsky had a really poor year we had nothing in midfield especially when Ben Skull got injured in terms of creativity we had nothing so the fact that he's now got Madison who is a genuine like he creates chances for fun we're an attacking team where we just go for it. I think if Kane stays and gets fit, his numbers this year will be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And Madison's price pretty much reflects that already, doesn't it? Yeah, he's gone up. I was hoping he was going to drop, but he hasn't. Yeah. Maybe if he has a shitting, shitty start to the season. My only problem with Madison is he like, seems to sort of miss so many games each, each season. So I think I have is limited, but buying is rare just seems like a bit of an extravagance at the moment. But, you yeah. know, if I did, and, I, least, I probably would. But Yeah, Madison also took every set piece over Son. So Son has now also lost set pieces. He's not taking any corners. He's not taking any free kicks. So as you take all those, Madison's taken everything. So he's lost even more appeal, which I don't know why I'm deep pumping Son. So I own Son and not Madison. So. <laughs> yeah, you're doing it the wrong way around. <laughs> what do you think about um, a card I bought the other day, literally off a tweet that I read that, you know, some fan had posted and then I looked into him very briefly. Pape Matasar. Unbelievable. Really? He is class. I think he will start the first game. Um, he is box to box. He's technically a joke. I think he's like 20. Um, and yeah, he is very, very good. He is playing alongside uh, Madison at the minute. So Madison's the left center. He's the right center. And he is wicked. I don't know how he'll score so rare-wise. Um, but in yeah. terms of an actual player, he is high energy, box to box, moves the ball really quickly. Got a lovely strike on him. Wins the ball very well. Um you know, a bit like a, a better version of a Kante. That sounds ridiculous. Kante was a joke, but on the ball and like <clears throat> going forward, he's got everything Kante had off the ball. Energy is a bit more of a physical presence now as well. So I think he'll be in for a good season. He's not going to start every week and obviously not having Europe kills him a little bit because if we're in Europa League, he'd start every week. But um, yeah, I think he'll do. And the other one that might have a bit of a revival this year is Lo Celso, who has started preseason really well. 
Um, Ange really likes him. So again, I think Lacelso will play a lot this year. Certainly, if Madison does get injured, um, I think he will could also be someone that puts up high numbers. So he's another one. But yeah, Saar is he's very very good for an under twenty three. Um, I think he's twenty twenty one. He's got a massive future in the game. Nice. Okay. Well, I'm not too disappointed by that. Then I'm happy to let him sit in the gallery. I think he cost me 80 quid or something, 0.05 or something like that. It wasn't a huge amount for an under 23 midfielder. Um, to be fair, when I bought him, I did think, oh, they've got European utility. Brilliant. You know, you're definitely playing like those games if he doesn't play in the league. And then I realised as soon as I pressed by that they don't. But, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure he will start against Brentford. Nice. Okay, yeah, and Liverpool, my team is sort of, I honestly don't know what to expect this year. I look at it as a bit of a year of transition. I think we could challenge for the title or we could finish mid-table. It's honestly that sort of like thing at the moment, which is probably where you are. Well, maybe not challenge for the title unless you're very deluded, but... I am deluded. We're going to do it. Big <laughs> ads. But yeah, looking at a team we put out yesterday, I put a tweet out and I think we played nearly every striker apart from Nunes. Um, we had um, Sablet. Oh my God. I practiced before we came on. Sableski? <laughs> oh, no, it's not that. Anyway, you know who I mean, listeners. But uh, I actually practiced and I got it, nailed it before we came on. Now I can't really say it. But we've got him, we've got McAllister. Those were two midfielders and then we had four strikers. Uh, with the best will in the world, Trent is not a defender. He may be playing as a defender, but it looks like he's going to be playing like an inverted sort of defensive role, the same as last season. So uh, playing that sort of box midfield, which is becoming increasingly popular. Um, Robinson, I guess, will play as sort of part of a back three, but he likes to get forward. So that literally leaves us with a goalkeeper and two defenders. So, you know, if we start the season like that, especially away at Chelsea, which we've got at the weekend, which is a tough opener, considering they, they look like a bit better at the moment in pre-season, then I literally have got no idea. But um, I'm really glad I got uh, Luis Diaz earlier in the season when, um, you know, he was injured because he's starting to look a little bit better now and I reckon he could be a good card for the year. But, um, yeah, I honestly don't know about Liverpool at the moment. I've... Got all their limited guys. I've got a few of their um, the rare guys, not the big names, unfortunately, because I can't afford them. But um, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be one of those where there's a lot of teams in that boat. There's not really anyone that I look at and think, certainly like top four in previous years has been like, oh, yeah, it'll kind of be these. But I think it's going to be very open this year. So I, I can't see Newcastle doing anywhere near as well with Champions League. I think it's going to be a big distraction. Obviously, City and. Arsenal will be rubbish, but City will be good. Spurs will be good. United might. Now they've got a striker. It's going to be a bit of a, a weird open one. So I, I didn't see a lot of the Community Shield, but from what I heard, neither team were great. They kind of, you know, did what they, they normally do. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of a an open league, but I just can't wait for it to be back. There's nothing better than sitting on the sofa with a couple of Super Sundays on there. and That's, that's what we live for, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I, I wrote down briefly, like quickly, the my sort of Premier League picks. And they're going to be fairly boring from my point of view. Winners, it's difficult to look beyond, beyond City. And I'm sure Arsenal fans will be, you know, really looking, you know, thinking this could be their year. They got so close last year. I'm just not convinced. I think that they played 
above themselves for a lot of last season. And don't get me wrong, Declan Rice is a massive added midfielder. I think he's a brilliant midfielder. I'm just not convinced they can challenge City all season long. I think they'll probably finish second because I think that they've strengthened their sides. You know, they look like they've got a solid unit. But I just don't see anybody beating City. Outside of that, I think the Man United, I think that, you know, they haven't lost any of their big players and they look like a decent squad. I think that, that you know, they could finish top uh, top four. I think we could finish top four. But I think it's pretty open after that. You've got Chelsea, Newcastle, Spurs, you know, Brighton maybe. I don't see it personally. I think they've lost too many players and the players they've got on are too young. But, you know, I think that it's so open at the top. What do you think? I agree with you. I do think it's very open. I do think City will walk the league again. I don't think Arsenal will be anywhere near it this year because I think, again, Champions League will will destroy them. They were lucky last year that they didn't really pick up many injuries. They only picked up like Jesus for a little bit and the rest were, were pretty settled. Um, so, yeah, I think City will run away a bit. I think Spurs will be second. I think United will be third. <laughs> Arsenal will be fourth. <laughs> maybe if they're lucky and then yeah it'll be like Brighton Liverpool I don't think Chelsea will be good I you know I hate Poch now he has <clears throat> gone from being one of my heroes to an absolute snake so I think they will hopefully struggle and then towards the bottom I think it's easy this is the first year I'm, I look at it and I go I can't see past these three right Luton and doesn't everybody make... say that every year though Luton are going to set the record for the lowest ever points in the Premier League I, I think okay. that as well, to be fair. But I'm sure that everybody thinks that about a team every year, don't they? They do. They do. But this this Sheffield United, rubbish. Not bought anyone, sold all their best players, will be very close to Luton. And then 18th, I've got down Bournemouth. I just think they're going to be a typical, oh, they did all right last year, and then they'll absolutely bomb it this year. So I really think they're the three that are, are going to go down. No, exactly, exactly the same better. three that I had. But um, although I did put probably more wishful thinking that maybe Everton, you know, they were so close last year. I'd really love them to go down this year. But sorry for any Everton listeners. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it should be good anyway. Looking forward to it. But obviously, with a lot of the other leagues kicking off this weekend, we've got the Spanish league kicking off. We have, haven't we? It's only the German and Italian first divisions that don't kick off. Yeah. So we've got those kicking off this weekend. Playing in, you've got to be careful about which leagues, I think, or which divisions you prioritise this weekend. So there's going to be a lot of capped players this weekend where their L15s are ridiculously low. I had a quick scan through my gallery and I've got Savio, who's predicted to start for Girona. Um, really talented Brazilian um, I've got Davy Vandenberg, who got promoted with Zwolle in um, the Netherlands last year, or this year got promoted. Um, and, I, you know, I haven't even touched the surface. That literally was just scanning through. There's going to be loads of them this weekend. So if you're entering capped mode, just beware that you're going to be playing against teams where, you know, people have put in zeros, you potentially could get 40, 50, and then have managed to squeeze in the sort of, 
you know, I don't know whether Messi's realistic because he's going to have like an L15 of 90 odd. <laughs> uh, you know, th there are plenty of big players that you can get in there. Like, you know, this midweek, I've managed to squeeze in sort of Renoso and stuff like that. He's got an L15 of 80. So I think that capped modes will be really tough this or really competitive this weekend especially with so many leagues coming back there's lots of players that have been out injured and have got low l15s as well as players that have moved clubs i think all-star is going to be incredibly tough this weekend um we've got like uh you know messi so anyone that's got messi is going to be sticking it in limited all-star or into um a rare all-star or except you know etc and I don't think he's going to get 90s every week, but the, the amount of space they're giving him in the MLS. I watched his game again yesterday. And literally, I thought after the first game, there's no way they'll give him that amount of space again. They did exactly the same again. It's like they haven't got a plan. And I'm sure they'll cotton on eventually that, you know, he's, you probably need to stick a man marker on him or something like that. Just take yeah. him out of the bloody game. Because he, at the moment, he's just getting, you know, they're just passable to him. He always finds someone, you know, generally in good space and they score. Uh, so if you want to avoid them, then I'd probably go in the regions this weekend. Um, there's going to be plenty of options, but I think the regions will be the, probably the best route. A few things that are, you know, one of the things we wanted to talk about this week was a few schoolboy errors. And we'll separate this out over a few episodes. We'll speak about these sort of things every week. And Callum spoke about some of these things last week. Some of the mistakes that he probably made last year was putting too many DMPs in you know, not looking at lineups. And so I thought we'd cover a, a few of them this week and then we'll sort of, you know, cover a few more going forward. So number one, biggest schoolboy error on so rare for managers is playing DMPs. Honestly, literally, you know, you could put a player in that gets sort of 20 or 30, but if you put a player in that gets zero, you've got zero chance of getting a car, maybe in a midweek, but definitely not on a weekend. What What's your plan for like avoiding DMPs this week? I'm actually going to, do you know what? I uh, kind of at the stage where I need to do a little bit more. And the fact that I'm not, obviously I'm, I'm on my cell holidays at the minute, so I've got more time to do it means that I can check. And it's just the amount, I don't mind the ones that are like, you're always going to get ones where no one really knows. There was one, I think it was Sakai this week for Kobe, Kobe, Kobe in, in Asia. Um, he was just randomly didn't play, but I have not checked previously. So I'm just going to make sure that so rare data, I won't, that's not gospel because some people are a bit lazy on there. Play sharper is obviously a bit more um, accurate in terms of like, when you're looking at Premier League and stuff, obviously the, the amount of resources out there for that. And I, I can kind of use my own knowledge on that. To, to do that but the rest even sometimes a little search of their name on twitter will give you something within 10 seconds like i could go and pop on one of my american players now pop it on twitter just quickly look at the top like four or five and if he's injured or suspended there's normally something that pops up there so it's not like it's a, a long-winded job certainly for someone like me that doesn't have a huge gallery um i think that's the way that i'm going to start playing it over the summer and just to see if i can start to reduce the amount because it is so frustrating there's nothing worse when you get four big scores and you've got a dmp in there so yeah i think that's the way that i will go about it but if someone's got a bigger gallery like you what's the kind of things that you look for oh it is a headache and i think it's inevitable that i'm going to get sort of dmps here and there um you know especially like during um 
you know sort of midweeks when I'd sometimes I don't have chance to spend hours like putting the the teams together but um I think just having a process is the most important thing for any manager so you know maybe you know you said you you've got maybe seven or eight teams you're going to be putting out every week you know for that it's a little bit easier but within those i'm imagining when you're setting them you've got probably two or three priority lineups where you think yeah those guys you know if they rock then i could be up on the podium and i think you know definitely just doing a little twitter search on some of those players especially ones where there's not like premier league for you and me it's going to be a bit easier you know there's uh premier league injuries you know and generally you get new stuff flashing up on your phone if a big player's injured anyway so that's not going to be an issue the issue is with some of the other leagues you know the mls is dreadful for reporting and obviously that's not necessarily going to be a massive issue this weekend because loads of the teams because it's the league's cup and loads of the teams are now knocked out uh, but when that comes back that's a bit of a minefield um but yeah no i think sort of just having a process you know you said play sharper so red data twitter if you use both all, all three of those things combined, then you will literally half your DMPs in this currency in the upcoming season. Second one, playing above your budget. I have so many people that come to me now, sort of, you know, DMing me on Twitter or Discord, asking for advice. And I look through the galleries and, you know, they've either bought five players of which one of them was already injured and literally they can't put out a team immediately. And I say, and say, well, I'll, I'll just run four players till he comes back. And it's like, no, 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 please don't do that. You know, just sell them or, or do something. But, you know, you can't do that. You literally won't do anything. You'll get frustrated with the game. So whatever your budget, there is a route now on so rare. So if you've got like 50 quid and under, that's all you want to put in over the next few months. Play semi-pro. It comes back this week, we've got all the European leagues that are coming back. You just need one limited card. And for 50 quid these days, you can buy a pretty solid limited card. You know, you could buy a guy where he's not guaranteed, but, you know, he's likely he's going to be putting up 60, 70, 80. And then you can surround him with guys that you know in the Premier League. You know, it's going to be very competitive, I think, in semi-pro. But if you're just playing the amateur game, and I'm sure, you know, we probably haven't got any listeners that will just be playing the amateur game just yet. But hopefully we'll pick a few up during the season. But do your best to move into semi-pro. Honestly, it's like a tenth of the the amount of entries. So say the the pro one ha- uh, sorry the amateur one has a hundred thousand entries in the free-to-play game. Maybe there'll be ten thousand or twenty thousand or something in the amateur game. You're instantly increasing your chances of winning a card. And I think for for most people, putting in fifty quid. He's not that bad, you know. Yes, you don't want to lose the money, but you know, fifty quid, you know, you spend that going on a night out with your mates. If you got fifty to a hundred quid, I think you can start to progress onto the pro, where you buy four limited. You can avoid the goalkeeper, then just play a common goalkeeper, or cap two twenty, which is you know pretty much exactly the same. Once you get over sort of a hundred, two hundred, you could start building sort of decent teams. And then once you've gone over that, up to either I wouldn't play rare without, you know, maybe 500 quid in the game or whatever that converts to in your currency. How do you feel about those sort of numbers? Do you agree, disagree? Yeah, I do agree. And one of the things that when I started initially, like three years ago, was when I just bought like six rare cards and 
I, there's no enjoyment there because I could barely use them together because I didn't even think about it. Like, oh, I can only use them when they're obviously playing at the same time. Um, and, you know, the, the one thing that I've written down here is in terms of when you buy at the start, don't just go, you know, completely gung-ho without some kind of strategy as to where you want to go with it. Because when, I, again, I joined, it was when the referral thing, I don't know if it's still a thing where you, if you refer someone, you buy five cards from auction and you get a free one and i just bought five random players just to get a free card and then again that was like oh i've kind of lost 15 quid straight away on players that i can't do anything with my referral reward wasn't great either so i think a case of when you actually start don't just go and buy gung-ho you need to have some kind of i'm buying these players for this competition in this game week or in this region or whatever because if not you'll very quickly find yourself with a couple of good players in America and a couple of good players in Europe, but it's never going to go anywhere because you need five decent players. So I think a case of actually thinking about where you're buying those players from with whatever budget you've got to give yourself that starting point, because even now I have got some lineups that I'm like, ah, I just need a couple more there, but maybe I haven't quite sort of, you know, planned ahead of where I want to buy and where I want to go with it. So yeah, I think it's, it's really important just to have a look at where you want to go with the money that you've got rather than, delving in going oh crap i've got 12 players here that i can't play together i can't play a decent lineup and i'm never going to win anything exactly yeah and that's points three and four of schoolboy errors as well buying too many average players everybody does it but i just wish someone would listen to this or the numerous other podcasts out there that say exactly the same thing think before you buy and point four schoolboy errors have a strategy as Callum just said, people just come on and they buy cards willy-nilly. It's like, oh, no, him, he used to be good. Maybe he'll be good again. Actually, he's just moved to Saudi Arabia. But, you know, maybe he will, he will be good, but he won't be scoring points on so rare. So have a strategy. You know, if your knowledge is Premier League or Bundesliga or La Liga or, you know, South America, you know, have a strategy that fits with that to start off with over time you'll build your knowledge of players within so rare because you'll listen to content potentially you know at the very least you'll win cards from other regions and you'll look into them so there's so many things the new user can do um but yeah having a strategy is the key one because it was yeah i think i said last week but i started on so rare in say april i immediately bought a load of crap um the one big signing i did make did his acl the week after and literally <laughs> then i was honestly buggered them for like months i was so close to giving up and then i listened to the podcast with uh psu and um you know he just talked about having a strategy and yeah you know, that's what i've gone for which is buying comparison players all the way so you know if someone's pumping up a guy who's you know gonna get hundreds like Messi at the moment you know, even I'm tempted to buy Messi, but I just think there's going to be other options always of players that could potentially get that hundred. Maybe not going to get them every week, but they can get them. But, yeah, uh, I agree. And I think that the final thing that I wish I'd done a bit more of, and I certainly do now, is, and I'm sure you could, we could probably do a whole episode on this at another time, but in terms of that lineup construction and trying not to have five random players from five different teams, I think is very difficult to hit high if you're looking at you know and i'm not a maths man but the probability of you getting five players from five different teams all hitting in the same game week whereas now i always as best i can with my gallery my gallery is not quite shaped up to it yet but that's the way i'm working towards if you can have your gallery where your, your goalkeeper and your defenders linked and your midfielder and your attackers linked 
the probability that you need things to happen is so much less because you you rather than needing two clean sheets, you now need one clean sheet. And maybe rather than two goal contributions, you could actually only need one because your midfielder could assist the striker. So and then you have kind of a, an extra as your fifth. So I think that's another thing. If when people are starting to to look up, you know what to do, try and buy people that are going to link together to reduce the amount of different things you need to happen, because then obviously it makes it a lot easier for you. But I think that's probably something we can go into a lot more detail another time. Yeah, exactly. Right, let's move on to our picks of the week. Um, after this, we've got a giveaway. Callum's maybe got um, a one one pound card to give away, but um, and I've got all my limited rewards from this upcoming weekend and next week. Winner will be from someone that listens to this pod. Um, I'll tell you how to do it in a minute. But let's go on to the picks of the week. So if you haven't seen the tweet. Uh, Imran Loser, Callum's shout from last week, put up, what, 93 first half points, finished, I think, now on 94. You know, he got taken off that after 60 minutes. Well, absolutely. I literally, you know, waved waved the white flag. (laughs) I'd given up. And um, I got back. I'd gone out for dinner and I got back and I looked at the Oxair match and I saw it 4-1. Hang on, maybe I'm in with a sneaky shout slowly scrolled through to see who got the goals and I thought, oh there's my guy there's my guy there's my guy and he'd only pinged a hundred so, it's not a bad bar we've set is it david it's not a bad bar yeah no on a yeah i just you know we're definitely going to go downhill this week or maybe maybe we're not but i've got a couple of guys i can't quite decide between the two of them i think one of them's a little bit more out there so maybe i'll go with him but uh, you know, right, try and ride my luck and see if you can get back in it. But yeah, sorry, apologies about that. My phone is on mute, <laughs> but people are trying to call me endlessly. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, obviously, I'm one nil down. David got 100, I got 94. Um, I've got a little a Ben Sweat card, he is grinding my gears and when you know i did warn people my cards are not valuable so he's, he's worth about 60p but whoever's wins david's giveaway i'll throw ben sweat in there as well just to really boost your gallery and uh he's just he winds me up every time i see him because he's got an l15 of like 20 but anyway the prem is back so i feel like i've got to go into the prem i've got to um and it's someone that i have in my gallery and that i've got big expectations for this year and they are playing Luton first game, who obviously I've said I fancy to literally have the lowest points total ever. Jao Pedro is my pick for this week. Now, he's he's about 40 quid now. Um, he, he's really gone up. Um, he seems to be on penalties, which is nice because him and Gross were both on the pitch the other day. And Pedro's taken, I think, two penalties now in preseason. And again, I picked someone last week that was from Watford because I said my my uncle's a, a massive Watford fan and they have never seen a player as good as Joel Pedro in a Watford shirt for like, uh, well, uh, a long, long time, his lifetime. And he's, you know, 60 odd. Uh, this kid is honestly class. And I think he would definitely start at the weekend. I think he's on penalties. I think they're going to absolutely dominate Luton. I think we'll really struggle. Um, and Pedro always scored really well for Watford where... They again, Watford were really average last year. They were kind of mid table, and every game that they were big favourites for, Pedro scored very, very highly. Um, so I think 
it's a little bit out there because obviously it's one of those that new club how is he going to settle how is he going to score we don't really know but it's one that i am willing to get me back level so jao pedro from brighton is my pick for this weekend i think that's a good shout um i i was actually looking at trying to buy him the other day but his price is so high at the moment uh, but I think he could be a cracking player for them. Um, I think he got a few chances, like a few bit, a few minutes here and there in the, the Premier League before they got relegated. Like, and then yeah. you know, pretty much played every game when fit in the Championship last couple of seasons. He is a cracking player. You know, he's I don't know how to just sort of describe him. He's a little bit sort of Ronaldo esque, not uh, Cristiano. The yeah brazilian he sort of can saunter around the front he can take a player on he's got you know he's brilliant on over dead ball situations he is a cracking player and yeah uh, it would just be interesting to see obviously for watford he was kind of the main man and they would you know defensively wise he could kind of be you know like Messi, kind of off the ball just kind of wanders around obviously whereas brighton are quite a structured you know and really sort of high energy team it would just be interesting to see if he if he suits that i've not seen any of their their friendlies so i don't know how he's looked so i know that brighton fans have said he he's a bit of a lot for hopefully the first week so yeah it's a bit of a pump but we will see yeah okay I, I had two guys. I think one of them is perhaps a bit obvious as he sort of smashed last week and going back in, going into this week, I just think he could crush again. So You I'm can't not... pick Messi, David. That's cheating. No, it's not Messi. It's the, the Messi from Coventry, the Dutch Messi from Coventry. But I'm not going to pick him. I think that would be a bit unfair because Gustavo Hamer, who I'm still looking to buy as well, is just such a... You know, he pulls the strings to them, and I think he could have a cracking game this week as they come back from disappointment last weekend. Uh, so I'm going to go for another Orcs Air guy. He was suspended last week. I'm going with a defender this time, and is the Brazilian Jubel. J U B E L. He's taken penalties for them. He's a centre back, tall centre back. He was taking penalties for them in pre season. Um, as as I said last week, they got relegated last year from Ligue 1, now applying their trade in Ligue 2. And um, I just think that they, as a unit, could have a decent season. Um, so I'm going to go with him. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to buy one and I'm going to pop him in my lineup. I've just checked. I can get a limited <laughs> for £4.48. I'm going to throw him in to one of my lineups. Let's see how he does. Nice. It's going to be my first purchase with the new cash wallet, so we'll see. And if he lets me down, then you owe me £5. Yeah, well, it, as I said, he was suspended last week, and I think his price is still pretty low. And obviously his L15 is pretty low as well, because, you know, last season they were shite. They were playing against sort of, you know, Messi and Mbappe, etc. This year they're not playing against those kind of guys, and I think they could have a decent season. But Right, let's move on to the giveaways then. So it looks like got... All my limited rewards this weekend, all my limited rewards from next midweek, although I haven't checked to see what teams I could put out yet. So if I have teams out, you'll get potentially get rewards. And you've got a nice £1 card from uh, £1. 60p card, David. 60p yeah, I was going to say £1 probably a bit of a stretch, but <laughs> you've got a 60p card from Callum that we'll chuck in there as well. I was trying to think of a way we could do this. And the only way I can think is probably going to be a bit painful for me. But I want you, the listener. So this should go out today, which is Tuesday. So by Thursday evening, uh, actually, we'll say by lock. 
by lock on uh, Friday. I want you to DM me on Twitter um, at so rare monkey. So direct message me. Don't put it out in the open. I only want people that have listened to the shows to be sending this through. The player that is going to score the most points in the games on Friday or Saturday. So the only caveat is you cannot pick Leo Messi because that would be just dull as dishwater. <laughs> pick anyone else you like, but you can't pick him. And I think he has a game potentially on Saturday morning now because they got through. Um, so DM me that. I don't think we've got enough listeners that you'll break my Twitter. Um, but uh, yeah, the person has the most. If it comes down to a tie, because I can think of a few players that I would potentially pick and I've got a few educated listeners and I imagine they will pick them as well. So if we get a few entries that got exactly the same, then I will flip a coin or do a, I don't know. I'll do, I'll do something anyway. Stick all your names in a hat. So please, everyone, try and think outside the box. Don't all pick the same player. Uh, and I'll announce that winner on Friday. Actually, sorry, I can't announce it on Friday because it'll be from the, the scorers on Friday or Saturday. So I'll announce it at end of play on Saturday or first thing Sunday morning. Um, but I'll tweet out the kind of picks that we've got after lock because no more entries after lock. But does that sound complicated enough? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. If I was a listener, quick DM, pick um, Harry Kane and see you later. <laughs> <laughs> We've Spurs got the weekend. We are away at Brentford, which is not a nice start, but I do think we'll beat them. Nice. And if Kane so starts, we'll you reckon he stays for the rest of the year? Yep. If Kane starts Sunday, he will be in for the rest of the year. With the first game on Super Sunday, so yeah, I can't wait. Cannot nice. wait, and it will be a season of of entertainment. So yeah, we will see. Nice. All right. Um, so it's a goodbye from me, SR Monkey or David, and uh, I'll chuck it over to Callum to get out, get us out of it. Yes, enjoy your weekends, enjoy the return of Premier League football, enjoy the domination of Spurs this year. Have a lovely weekend. <laughs>